you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. Guys, 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 recording in between the end of the Red Sox game, the beginning of the Patriots game. I mean, the Red Sox made the playoffs. We did it. We, we actually did it. 92 wins on the season for the Red Sox. An incredible season. Um, personally, one that I did not see coming. I mean, you... You go back and look at my predictions, which I which I don't remember, but I so I said that I think I said that the Yankees would win the division, Toronto would be a wild card. I said Minnesota would win. I, I don't even remember. I said Houston would win the division. I had the Mets winning. I had St. Louis winning. I had <clears throat> Dodgers in San Diego. I, it was not a very good season for me predicting-wise. But the Red Sox made the playoffs and 92 wins as a wild card, by the way, which is incredible because one division leader, Atlanta, won their division with less wins. Milwaukee, Houston, and the White Sox all won their division with 95, 95, and 93 wins, respectively. The Boston Red Sox were only three games behind that, and you have to remember that there were four teams in the AL East this season with 90-plus wins, right? I would say it's got to be more competitive than the NL West, which had two teams with over 100 wins, but the others were were 70 or less, uh, or 80 or less. So <clears throat> let's get to it. So obviously the Red Sox won tonight. Um, that sends them into the playoffs. They will be hosting the New York Yankees, in a one-game winner-take-all wildcard game Tuesday night, October 5th. So you'll be hearing this. It's Sunday right now when I'm recording. This will come out, don't even know when, probably Monday, <clears throat> probably, I don't even know. There, the game will be Tuesday night. Your division winners in, in the American League, Tampa Bay, Chicago, and Houston, Tampa Bay is the one seed. Chicago and Houston are the two and the three. Um, Houston being the two. They will play each other, the White Sox and the Houston Astros, October 7th in the AL um, <clears throat> ALDS. Tampa Bay will play the winner of Boston versus the New York Yankees on October 7th in the ALDS as well. St. Louis and the Dodgers. The Dodgers will host the St. Louis Cardinals. The 106-win Dodgers are a wildcard team. One game back of the L.A. Dodgers will host the St. Louis Cardinals in the, and in the National League wildcard one game, winner take all. San Francisco is the one seed. Milwaukee will host 
Atlanta in the best three out of five game series beginning on October 8th of the NLDS. San Francisco will play the winner of LA versus St. Louis in the NLDS. That is as it stands right now. We are going to go into predictions because I can't just give you a three-minute episode on what happened because that would just make me Google, and I can't. I have to be better than Google. So with that being said, let's get right into it. Let's give let's give a shout-out to the teams that almost made the playoffs this season but came up just a bit short. So the Toronto Blue Jays finished one game outside of the playoffs this season, um, losing their wild card spot. They ended up winning their last three games. However, the Yankees were two games ahead of them and Boston ended up winning their last three and they were a game ahead. So Toronto with 91 wins misses the playoffs with two potential MVP candidates in Marcus Simeon with 42 home runs, I believe, and Vlad Guerrero Jr. with 48 home runs. Possible Cy Young pitcher on the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, also, they had I mean, uh, Hyun Jin Ryu, George Springer had great seasons, Bo Bichette, um, Steven Matz was obviously incredible this season, Jordan Romano, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray had a great season as well with a 1.04 whip, walks and hits per inning pitched. But the, the Blue Jays end up falling just a bit short this season, um, missing the playoffs by just a single game in the most competitive division behind the Yankees and behind Boston and behind Tampa Bay. The other team who came startling close <clears throat> were the Seattle Mariners, who I believe ended up finishing two games out of the playoffs, two games out of the wild card round. But what an ending for Seattle. They were believers. Now, if you all listen to my <clears throat> my, my midseason podcast where I talked about which teams are headed up and which teams are headed down, I picked Seattle as a team that was on its downward spiral. Looking at the run differential, which was horrendous and still is horrendous, I predicted like, hey, this team is not scoring more runs than, the, than their opponents. That's uh, not sustainable. Well, it turns out it was. They won 90 games a season with a negative 51 run average, right? To give you perspective, the only other team who had a winning record this season with a negative run differential was the Philadelphia Phillies, but they only won 82 games and maybe the weakest division, the NL East, with the weakest division winner, Atlanta Braves. <clears throat> Seattle came extremely close in the American League this season. They had a great end to the season. They were going to be a good team coming up. They didn't spend very much money on their team, but I feel like if they can get some better players, if they can start to improve a little bit, that will make it that that will go far. Oakland also missed the playoffs by a little bit this year. They won 86 games, lost 76, but they fell off towards the end, losing six of their last 10. Let's tackle. The playoff teams now. And let's give our predictions. Okay. The Yankees versus the Boston Red Sox. So, obviously I'm a Red Sox fan. Obviously the Boston Red Sox are going to win this game. First off, home field advantage. Huge. We're not playing in New York. We're not playing with the short porch. Instead, we're playing in Boston with the Green Monster, which is historically hard to play off of. Second, we all know... Put up a two. Second... We all know, I believe Garrett Cole will be the starter 
let me just check because I cannot actually I cannot confirm that he'll be the starter because it's just after the game ended. I, we presume that Nathan Avaldi will be <clears throat> the starter for the Red Sox <clears throat> that night, and Garrett Cole will be the starter now against the Red Sox this season. Now, Garrett Cole against the Red Sox has been – he's not been the same Garrett Cole. What I mean by that is – you know, you look at Garrett Cole and how he pitches against certain teams. He doesn't typically pitch as well against other teams as he does against the Red Sox, right? Um, or sorry, he doesn't pitch as well against the Red Sox as he does against other teams. I, th- I hope I said that right. Offensively, I would argue that the Boston Red Sox are better. Like, I don't think they can hit as many home runs. I think that the, the New York... Uh, the New York Yankees are much, they're a long ball team, right? Red Sox grind in terms of RBIs and stuff like that. Rafael Devers had 113 RBIs, the lead, the team leader compared to Aaron Judge with only 98, which only, I, I'm, not, I'm only saying only because he did finish under 115 behind Rafi. So we know that. Nathan Avaldi, in terms of ERA, He's not that far behind Garrett Cole, 375 versus a 323. Nathan had 195 strikeouts compared to 245. Nathan's whip this season was a 1.19. His win loss wasn't great, but he's been pitching extremely well this season. Obviously, he was an all star. Um, Now, Garrett Cole, his whip was 1.06, which was also incredible. But his, again, his play against the Red Sox wasn't that great. Now, in terms of making an argument, listen, it's a wild card game and it's the game of baseball. I don't bet baseball for one reason. You really never know what's going to happen in the game of baseball. Over a series, you the better team is probably going to win, right? But in one individual game, you never know what could happen, right? A couple home runs, a couple errors, like that is the game. So, you know, it, to me, every single, you know, it's, it's definitely a toss-up, right? Boston has the home field advantage. I don't know if there's any pitching advantage here. Um, <clears throat> listen, Boston has had a very good season. Their starting pitching has been has been inconsistent at, in the second half, but it's been it's been good. Their bullpen concerns me. Ottavino has been horrendous recently, um, but I think the Red Sox will be able to get it done again. They're at home. They've gotten the better over the oh they've gotten the better over the Yankees this season, uh in in their season series, the Red Sox when I watched one game this season in person I went to one game, Red Sox won that game. Guess who was pitching that day? Garrett Cole. Listen, I've worn my Bobby Dahlbeck jersey the past three games against the Nationals. We swept the Nationals. That jersey is staying on. You better believe that. So I guess what I'm saying is, listen, this is going to be a close game. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees won. Um, I think the Red Sox will win, but it's a toss-up like every game is. Um, let's move on to the Chicago White Sox versus Houston series because we know these two teams will be playing against each other. So, obviously, Chicago had a good season, um, but I really think Houston's going to come away with this series, and here's why. First off, Chicago's had the benefit of playing in a relatively weak division this season. Listen. When Cleveland is the second best team and Cleveland was coming into the season very weak, that's a problem. Houston had to beat Seattle, Oakland, and a pretty decent Angels team all season long, right? 
or at least a competitive Angels team. The White Sox, to me, um, listen, the White Sox are good, right? They're a good team, but and, and they have they do have good pitching, right? But I just don't think that I just don't know how much that will translate. Obviously, Tim Anderson had a great season, Jose Abreu, but it feels to me again this Houston team, and I hate to say it because the Houston Asterisks, right? I don't I don't like them because I mean obviously they cheated, right? But they do have more experience. I think they've played a tougher schedule. They have a better run differential, right? They're a good home team, so they don't lose that much on at home. And they're a better away team. The Chicago White Sox had a losing record away this season, right? And I think that's kind of crucial, right? They had a losing record away this season, which I think is going to have a, a pretty big impact because – Three out of the five games are going to be played in Houston, so that's gonna that's gonna be a big telltale sign. I think um, that's gonna that, I think that might come into effect. Um, listen, they've let up around the same amount of runs. The Houston's up twenty two more runs, but they've scored you know fifty plus more runs on offense. I, I like Houston not because they have a better record. Listen, they've only won two more games. But in terms of their statistics, you look at Jose Altuve, you look at um, <clears throat> the guys that they have on their team, Houston, Jordan Alvarez, Yuli Gurriel. I mean, listen, Houston has had a very good season this year. Altuve's had a good season. Um, he had 31 home runs. Correa had 26. Alvarez had 33. Gurriel had 15. Tucker had 30. Um I mean, they were all hitting pretty well. Guriel had a 319 average. They're all above 275 average. Uh, listen, this team played very, very well this season. I would be very surprised um, if the. I mean, listen, if they got swept, I'd be surprised. If it went to five and they lose, that's one thing. But I see, I see, I, I think Houston takes this series. Now, Tampa Bay. <clears throat> the first off, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays on being. <sighs> the AL West champ or AL champions, right? But also setting a new record for wins for their team. Listen, Brandon Lau had 39 home runs. Randy Arozarena had a 274 average. So their batting average on the team wasn't that great, but they have so many guys who continuously just get it done, right? Brandon Lau, Arozarena, Meadows, Margot, Kiermaier, Zuna Nino, Wander Franco has been incredible so far this season, hitting 288, right? Somehow, and I didn't see this coming. Somehow, the Rays got it done again. This team is incredible. You look at their pitching staff, which has been totally revamped, right? They lost a bunch of guys in pitching, right? I mean, you think about it. You go out and you lose, um, forget his name. Uh, it starts with a C. Whatever. I, I, I'm sure I'll remember it at some point. But then, you know, Yarborough has a good season, right? Um, <clears throat> well, I think he had a good season. I mean, you know, kind of, kind of not, not really. Um, but Glass now had a solid season. Um, but, but I don't know. They piece it together. They have a lot of bullpen games. I don't know the Ray. I don't know how the Rays keep doing it, but they're doing it. They have a 206 run differential, best in the American League. Um, 
it's going to be tough for the, Bo- the Yankees or Boston to win. Um, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, but Tampa Bay looked very, very good this season. 100-win season. Very, very strong. The National League. So the Dodgers host St. Louis. So St. Louis came along so strong at the I mean, they were incredible. Adam Wainwright had 17 wins this season, I think, um, or something nuts, right? Adam Wainwright is incredible. So Scherzer's going to go against Adam Wainwright, right? Max Scherzer in his own right probably could win the uh, the Cy Young this season, right? 15 wins, four losses, a 2.46 ERA, 236 strikeouts, and a .86 whip. Um, he's been incredible, right? Adam Wainwright has been not as good, but he had 17 wins, seven losses, a 3.05 ERA, 174 strikeouts, and a 1.06 whip. So they win a lot when he's pitching. Uh, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt are the two you know big hitters for this team. Obviously, Max Muncy. Um, the Dodgers were incredible this season. They were incredible in the second half. Um, listen. Justin Turner, Chris Taylor, Max Muncy, um, you know, were, were very good this season. Even Mookie Betts in what's probably considered a down season for him to hitting 264. Um, hitting 264 with uh, RBIs, 58 RBIs, right, and 23 home runs. I mean, what's considered maybe a down season for him, he still played very, very well. Muncy had 36 home runs. Trey Turner had 148 hits. Will Smith, Pollock, Seager, Bellinger. I mean, these guys were very, very good all season. Obviously, now they have Trey Turner. Um, What a season for the Dodgers. Listen, I think the Dodgers are flat out the better team here. Listen, they have a 269 run differential compared to a 34 for St. Louis. They've won 16 more games. They're playing at home where they're 58-23. and Um, I think the Dodgers should win. I'm more confident about this game than the Red Sox-Yankees game. Dodgers should take this one home. Now, Atlanta versus Milwaukee, to me, I think that Milwaukee takes us in in three or four games. Reasoning is Milwaukee's pitching. They might have the best pitching rotation in the MLB this season. Um, And I don't say that. um, By the way, Charlie Morton was the pitcher who left the Rays, who's been having a great season this year. So when we talk about the, the Milwaukee Brewers, listen, their pitching stats is why they're here. Um, Brandon Woodruff, uh, Corbin, uh, Corbin Burns, 256-243, Peralta, 281, Hauser, 322, Lauer, 319. Um, you, you, look at, you look at the guys, Hunter Strickland, a 173, um, They've been incredible this season. Their pitching staff is why they're why they're here. Um, their hitting's been good, but nothing incredible. Atlanta, you know, I thought they were going to tail off after losing um, Ronald Acuna Jr. They did not. Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman, uh, Austin Riley, Dansby Swanson had great seasons. Two of them hitting above 300. Um, you know, 200, 100 plus RBI seasons. Three. Three of them had 30-plus home runs. Dansby Swanson had 27. Listen, the Braves are a big-hitting team, but ultimately, I just think, I mean, listen, the Braves have good pitching. Listen, Charlie Morton's a good starter, um, and I, I like some of the guys that they have. Uh, uh, Matthew, 
Max Freed. Um, but I just think that the Brewers are going to be too much. Again, the Brewers are playing at home. Atlanta's been been better away than at home, but so is Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee takes the series. Um, I just think that they're the better team. I think that they're the stronger team. Um, and I think Milwaukee moves on. San Francisco played the winner of the Dodgers versus St. Louis. Listen, I think it's going to be San Francisco versus the LA Dodgers, but can we give a moment to San Francisco? No one expected this. No one expected San Francisco to be any good. I certainly didn't. I criticized them at the beginning of the season for bringing in these players. I was wrong. I will be the first to admit it. No one else needs to call me out. I was 110% wrong about the Dodgers. They are one of the greatest teams I've seen in a long time. A 210 run differential, 107 wins. They went like 49 and 22 after the All Star break. Something ridiculous, playing in a very competitive division. Brandon Crawford, Yastrzemski, Posey, Flores. I mean, they've had guys who have not had good seasons in a little while come back and play great. Um, Gaussman. Destefini, Webb, Wood, Equato, uh, even. I mean, uh, great seasons by some of these guys. I just have to say, like, this has been a very, very tough San Francisco Giants team. Probably, in my opinion, it's going to come down to a game five. Between if if the Dodgers win, it comes down to a game five. If if St. Louis wins, it's three or four. Um, I think here's what's going to happen. My predictions for the American League, um, obviously, they got to be a little bit swayed. I think that Houston, and so I think that Boston beats the Yankees. You know, listen, realistically, I think that Tampa Bay beats Boston, but for the purposes of this, I'm going to say that Boston beats Tampa Bay and Boston beats Houston. So, like, my Boston one is when Boston just wins everything. Um, <clears throat> but if I can't pick Boston to go far, that far, I think Boston beats the Yankees, Houston beats the White Sox, Tampa Bay beats Boston, and then beats Houston again. Uh, in, in in the National League, Dodgers beat St. Louis, Milwaukee beats Atlanta. Honestly, I just think the Dodgers are a little too much. I think the Dodgers beat San Francisco, although I'm allowed to change my opinion if Clayton Kershaw ends up not being able to go. That is a big factor. Um, but I think that Regardless, the winner of the San Francisco Dodgers series, if it occurs, is going to win, um, probably win this whole thing. Um, I don't think the Rays have enough to compete with either of these teams. Winner, the it's either the Dodgers or the or Giants um, who are going to win it all this year. Uh, personally, I think the Dodgers are just a little too much. I think they then beat Milwaukee, beat the Rays, and go on to be your World Series champs for another year in a row. But we'll see what happens. It's very early. Your guide to the World Series has been set. Let's go. It's October, baby. Time for some playoff baseball. Thank you all for listening. You'll hear me in the next one. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.